Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. WTIC, good afternoon. Coming to you from the Hartford Taste Festival at Constitution Plaza. Come on over and say hello to us and check out all the cool restaurants and other kind of vendors here. And uh, the beautiful day. God, the weather is just something special. Joining us now, Leora Levy. She is a Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate, seeking the nomination to be the challenger to Richard Blumenthal. Hello there, Leora. Hi, how are you? Nice to have you here once again. Lovely to be here, especially on a beautiful for, day. Yeah, for coming out. This is great. Did you take a walk around and I experience sure did. the venue? I sure did, and I encourage everybody who's listening to come, if you're in the Hartford area, and support our small businesses, our local restaurants. I bought a delicious guava ginger and sea moss juice. Yeah, from there's a good juice bar here. Etal Juicery. It's uh-huh. fantastic. And you know, there's uh, there's good food vendors. Great food vendors. I'm you going might to want to have dinner before you leave. Yeah, maybe. A little something for the ride back to wherever you're going next. Absolutely. There's Mexican. There's Jamaican. There's I almost everything I just saw you your want. button. <laughs> no blooming way. That's terrific. Yeah, that was given to me as a gift by uh, a friend at, a, at one of the events I've attended. Just uh, one of the things I find amazing about um, about electoral politics is it's a a gift given to us so we don't have to get stuck with people and we use it to get stuck with people. Isn't that weird? Isn't that amazing? That's why I support term limits. I used to think that elections were natural term limits, but they're not. And these these positions, this is public service. They were not conceived to be jobs for life. Yeah, I have, I, you know, I've, I understand the desire to believe in term limits as a solution, but I fear them because the only people technically we have and the best people we have to stick up for us, now that we have this expanded government with huge bureaucracies that suck all the life and, and money out of our 
society. The only thing we have is those pathetic elected officials who are there, who we have any influence over. Right. But what happens is they stay in Washington so long that they forget what it's like to live I think they forget really fast. They forget really fast. (laughs) They're in a bubble. Yeah. So I think it would be good. Serve two terms in the Senate. Come back. Get a real job. If you want to go back, run again. Mm -hmm. Don't limit the number of terms you can run for just two consecutive. So you want a term limit yourself? Absolutely. Two? Two. 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 And then? And then, hopefully by then, I'll have grandchildren, and I, I will be able to enjoy my grandchildren and my dogs. Well, I hope your uh, children are listening. So I hope can. so, too. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the race for U.S. Senate. It's, um, you know, uh, along the lines of what we're talking about in terms of people not understanding politics is nobody really has any idea. And really, candidates like you don't necessarily have any idea what it's like to jump in and decide you're going to try to enter that race it's this amorphous strange thing that you you see it in the news and you hear about it but there how exactly do you do this well while i have not run for office before i'm not a traditional politician i have volunteered on a lot of campaigns and i was finance chair for the state party and finance chair for bob stefanowski last run and for tom foley on his second and i've worked on the finance committee for four presidential campaigns. Wow. So I have volunteered. I've been surrogates for presidential candidates. I've gone to and debated on behalf of presidential candidates and represented them in meetings. I have an idea. I had an idea. I've So I knew how to set up a campaign. And you've seen how different aspects of the business work. Yes, I have. The and financial end of it, yes, which is definitely really the, the financial end. That's the most important part, isn't it? It is, because uh, Dick Blumenthal has over $8 million, and we need a candidate who can nationalize this race, who has the national contacts and resources. What do you mean by that, nationalize this race? I mean, put it on the national map. Oh. Make sure that it's so one that of the money races. Comes so, in. That, so that we get financial support from all over the country. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And, and uh, in terms of raising this challenge, what is the key element? Because you talked about Dick Blumenthal having $8 million. How does, what is it about being an incumbent that allows you to raise all that money? He gets support from lobbyists. For instance, he took, he's one of five senators who, who took money from the lobbyist for Nord Stream 2. That's a Russian uh, natural gas pipeline that big Germany, project for that big project. for Europe that that's right that uh, now sits in uh, a whole another dubious realm that that Trump had had not approved but Biden approved it in conjunction with shutting down our own Keystone pipeline shut down the American pipeline and approved the Russian what's that all about uh, you have to you have to ask them you have any theories. I don't want to speculate at this point. But you want them to explain. I'd like them to explain it exactly. Yeah. It's it's very interesting stuff. So, is the perception that the reason you can raise eight million dollars to run for re-election as a sitting senator is 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 that reason because you're basically in a you're in this um, penthouse now when you get elected to the U.S. Senate, where that's all you know and that's all you meet is you're running into these 
big corporate interests, and those are the circles you travel in, in other words. Yes, that's true. How do we fix that? Because, you know, you talked about going off to Washington and, and not knowing, you know, forgetting about where you came from. And I, I assume this is what makes you forget about where you came from. Because those, when you get to Washington, it's not citizenry you're, t- you're hanging around with. Right? Right. Well, you're, you're hanging around with other people in the same bubble when you're in Washington. But I think it's important to make, maintain your roots here and make sure you come back here a lot and stay in touch with the, with the people whom you represent. But this is the hard thing. This is the hard moment we're in as a society. Our government has become so big and centralized. What, what our founders didn't want for us, they wanted to protect us from this. They wanted to protect us from big government and from big centralized government that's far away from us. So now we've got, we've got a big federal government. It's supposed to be small, and now it's humongous, morbidly obese. And, and you've got some voters who are close to 3,000 miles away from the center of power. So it's very hard for the average person to have any influence. We send our representatives there, and they're supposed to represent our interests against those forces. But it seems to me that they join those forces. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. And I think that's why I think term limits are a good idea. Mm-hmm. You, you must come back. You must come back to normal life and not, not be in that bubble. Learn what everybody else is going through. What else have, uh, what's been the most profound education moment that you've had thus far? I know you're at the early stages of the campaign. We're talking with Leora Levy. She's running for the Republican nomination for U.S. Senate against Dick Blumenthal. Anything else stand out to you? Where, where you have you been changed by this process at all, or, or be, because of your political activity in the past, do you feel like it's it's more familiar terrain than it might be for somebody else? Well, the best part of this process has been traveling around the state, meeting the voters, meeting fellow Connecticut voters who care so deeply and passionately about the state mm-hmm. and about our country, and are very worried about what is happening to our country. What, what are the things that stand out? What do you hear the most when you talk with people? Well, today we, we learned that the inflation rate in May was 8.6%. It is amazing. Wow. And that the, the price for gas in Connecticut is up 35% this month. And that the cost of groceries for a family of four is depending on what on what you put in that basket is up to 15 percent higher uh-huh. than it was a year ago that it, it, that causes real problems for all of us serious problems serious problems like people who are looking at their lives today and saying i can't afford what i could afford six months ago correct and what what am i going to do if this continues correct this is a very insidious tax on every single american citizen and it's a reason, it, it's self-inflicted. It didn't have to happen. What's the cause? The cause is the trillions of dollars of spending by Biden, rubber stamped by Blumenthal, and all the other Democrats. Who think it's wonderful. They think Why it's Why do great. they love it? They have a dream to transform America. <laughs> they want to transform our economy uh-huh. by, I believe, by destroying it. And rebuilding it from the ashes in a socialist uh, green dream. Well, what's even the rebuilding that's necessary? 
I mean, isn't this process of of uh, taking out mortgages on everything, which is essentially where we are, right? With $30 trillion of, of federal debt plus, they've essentially created communism, haven't they? They're trying to. I don't think we're there yet, but they're certainly trying to. Well, it's a, that's it's a the, spectrum, that's isn't what it? The go- that's what Obamacare is all about. Well, that, isn't that what everything is all about? Isn't that because we're we're now in a moment where they don't they don't let things get paid for by who owes the money. That's correct. By forgiving those student loans. That's having, a tragedy. Having, that is to think about. such a mistake. But they have to do it because they Democrats created the student loans as they a did. compassion program. They did. They when said o- that was loving, and now they say it's so hateful. Government has to step in and save us from the hateful compassion thing they did. Obama did that when he nationalized the student loan program, took it away from the private banks. Private banks evaluate the risk before they make a loan. Mm -hmm. The government, it's free money, free stuff. The government prefers not to be realistic because they want to be generous so they can buy votes. So they use our money to buy votes. They do it irresponsibly. It blows up, and then we get to pay to fix what they destroyed. It's a lot of work to do if you get to the U.S. Senate, Leora. A lot of work, but we need a principled <laughs> conservative to do that. All right, let's take a break, and then you can tell us about your principles and, and uh, how they all flesh out. We're talking to Leora Levy. She's running for the United States Senate. What's your website? Leora4CT.com, and the word for is spelled out, F-O-R. F-O-R, Leora, F-O-R. C-T.com. Com. All right, stay with us on WTIC. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good afternoon. It's WTIC coming to you from the Hartford Taste Festival going on right now in Constitution Plaza. It is perhaps the most perfect day you could imagine for today. Leora is showing me something on her phone. Leora Levy denounces CT misinformation officer position. What's wrong with having a uh, a director of uh, bad information in the government? I thought that's what the whole government's committed to anyway. Well, it's it's just one more $150,000 job. Come on. It is, but it's Orwellian. It's it's right out of 1984. This is what happens in totalitarian... This is what happens in totalitarian regimes, where they control the information that you receive. They, they put someone up and give them a title, and they actually do the opposite of what the title is. Yes. It's straight out of Atlas Shrugged as well. Ayn Rand, yeah. Ayn Rand yeah. predicted yeah. this. She, she spelled the whole thing out in Atlas Shrugged. She, she did. sure did. And the Fountainhead, too, for that matter. She sure did. So what are the big issues that you... Uh, the drive you in your race for U.S. Senate? Well, as I, as I, as we just discussed, what's happening with inflation and the, and how it's making people's lives so difficult and crushing their American dreams mm-hmm. in favor of an ideological green dream. Um, also, in the inv- invasion at our border. What's happening at the southern border is not immigration; it's an invasion. And the Biden administration is flying illegal immigrants from the border right into Connecticut. They're landing at Westchester County Airport, Tweed Airport, unmarked planes in the middle of the night. They put them on buses. 
and bring them, bring them over the border. With it comes fentanyl. With it comes human trafficking and a host of other problems. They've, they've, in, they've encountered terrorists at the border. Those are the ones they caught. It's a and remarkable. And they let them go. They let them go, by the way. They don't know where they are. It, it's a remarkable situation. There. It's almost like the, certain people in the government want the government behaving as our enemy. They don't want to tell us what they're up to because they know it would be unpopular. So they sneak around in the middle of the night to arrange to transport people into the country in violation of our own laws. I, it's hard to believe that, that this is happening in the United States of America, but it is. And when, you, when I'm the senator from Connecticut, one of the first things I'll do is investigate how in the world are they paying for these flights. How do you think? I mean, don't, don't you feel there's so much money that just sloshing around the federal government that they can find billions for whatever they want? It, it certainly appears that way. I'm assuming it's coming out of the, the Homeland Security budget, but I'd like to see where it's coming from it would and be see nice if we can to, stop it. Yeah, it would be nice to hold it to account. Yes. Account, holding them to account and transparency is paramount. We don't have that today. Do you think this is new or do you think it's this is the nature of the war that government always represents? I think this is a 21st century phenomenon, maybe 20th century. I don't think it's always been this way. It's because it's, it's very... Um, if, if you look at how power works, it seems inevitable that you go down this path. Because, um, you know, you think about what the founders, you're a student of the Constitution. If you think about what they were doing, they were saying, okay, we have to create a government. But that's a really dangerous thing to do. And how do you do it in such a way that you can protect people from the evils of government? Because they looked at the history of mankind and they said the biggest force for evil was government. And if we're going to make one, how do we make sure it's not one of those evil ones? And they imagined that there might be a way, but they also warned that it was up to the citizenry to keep it. That's right. That it couldn't sustain on its own. There's no structure you could build that would be self-sustaining. It required us to be the watchdogs. That's correct. Well, what is that famous quote? I believe it was Benjamin Franklin who said, when asked what kind of government was created, he said, a, a republic, madam, if you can keep it. Yes. But what uh, what did we do wrong? Because we're, we're not doing holding up our end, it doesn't seem. Well, I think there are a lot of people who have been seduced by the progressive ideas and the leftist ideas, socialist ideas, mm -hmm. and the concept of, of government. Do, being all things to all people and providing for all people from cradle to grave is very seductive. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't work. It's never worked. If you look at the countries that have gone 100% communist, mm -hmm. Cuba, North Korea, former Soviet Union, it doesn't work. It, it goes against human nature. Yes, but what, how do you make that argument? So we're in the difficult position of saying what the Democrats are doing is adopting a failed system of government. Yes, but to the people who they're saying, oh, this is wonderful, don't worry about those naysayers, they're saying, we're going to give you money. We're going to give you power. It's money and power you may not deserve, but we're going to give it to you. And there's no problem at all. We've been doing it for years, and we're going to keep doing it for years because they lie about it to get people to accept it. So that means the job of trying to convince people that they should say no to their short-term gains in order to 
save the country. That's a really abstract thing. Well, it's actually to save themselves. The problem with free stuff, with the problem with a free ed- education or free mm-hmm. medical care for all, is that eventually that you'll get, you might, you'll get what you're, yours right away, n- not medical care right away, you'll wait forever to get an appointment, but you will get your free education, but you'll be paying for everybody else's education and medical care for the rest of your life. Yeah, but that's the abstract. But the concrete true. thing is the free education now. But, of course, you get devalued education, too, because it's government-run instead of market-run. That's right. It's an awful situation. Well, we've got but like... I'm an optimist. Good. We've got one minute. Tell us everything you want us to know about you in 60 seconds. Well, I am a principled conservative. I am pro-life. I support the Second Amendment. I believe that law-abiding American citizens do have a right to own guns for sport or self-defense as long as they don't commit crimes. Mm -hmm. And I was nominated to be an ambassador by President Trump, ambassador to Chile because of my international business experience, having done business in Chile and being a native-born Spanish speaker. I escaped communism, escaped Cuba as a child with my family and came here, watched my father build a business and succeed. I have lived an American dream. I want that American That's dream. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Tell everybody that in Spanish, quick. Yo vivo en el Rebe Americana. What's that? I, I, I live in an American dream. Ah, that's good. I like so. it. All right. Leora Levy, it's Leora4CT.com, correct? Yes. Thank you so much for coming by to Thank the Hartford Food me. Festival and being on the air with us. I've enjoyed it tremendously. Thank you for having me. Good luck with the campaign. Come back and visit us again, okay? Anytime. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. Thanks so much. Thank That's you. Leora Levy. She's running for U.S. Senate against Richard Blumenthal. Well, she hopes to be the Republican nominee. So that's the challenge ahead of her. She does have competition in that realm. And that's where we're at with that race. But we're hoping to have a feisty and and outspoken and uh, not bashful about her beliefs candidate like that working on our behalf. We're going to pause for news. We're going to talk more coming up from the Hartford Food Festival Constitution Plaza. Come on down on WTIC. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, man. WTIC. Okay, we can take some phone calls now, talk about some of the issues we were talking about on T2 and stuff that Tom was talking about. And we're at the Hartford Taste Festival, and it's a bunch of food stands and other kinds of businesses. Hooker Beer is here, serving up some Hooker Beer, I guess, and uh, a lot of restaurants and uh other companies here pushing their product and, you know, pushing community. It's such a gorgeous day. It's the kind of day that can make you feel good about about everything going on in the world because it's just so wonderful. I'm wondering, I'm just fantasizing about every day being like this. Would we get bored of this, do you think, if it was every day? I spent a little time in San Diego, just like a week or two, and I thought, I could live with this. I could live with perfect every day. That wouldn't be bad. Some people say you get bored of it. I don't know. 860 Don't forget the rant line. It's 860-751-4698. We'll play some rants coming up. But first, let's take some phone calls, and we'll start with Christine in Middletown. Hi, Christine. Hi. Good afternoon, sir. Um, I don't know if you're aware of what... Um Washington Commanders defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio said the other day he called the um, accurately referred to January 6th to the dust up. It's, it's pretty accurate. So As a what? He called January 6th a dust up. Uh-huh. Which I have no problem with. That's pretty close. I call it a peaceful protest. So he had to make that forced apology. So Head coach Ron Rivera announced about an hour ago he got fined $100,000 for making that statement. I mean, what a disgrace that is. What happened to our country? You mean free speech and such? Yeah. Well, or be able to say that you are proud to put an American flag in front of your, in your in the flagpole in your house or anything like that. What Did you watch any of the event last night? No, I, I was at a concert. I didn't want to watch a Democrat propaganda show anyway well 
Yeah, that's why I turned it on, because I wanted to see how bad of a... I mean, you can know intellectually it's going to be propaganda, but you don't know what that feels like until you partake. So I watched maybe 20 minutes so it could put me to sleep. And but But I also wanted to learn what they were up to and what the nature of their disrespect for the american people is how how elevated that disrespect is and it's really huge it's they what they put on was really an egregious uh demonstration of their belief that they can put anything over on the american people they choose and that it's a bunch of tv suckers just sitting there ready to uh take whatever nonsense is pushed their way Uh, trust me sir i'm a conservative trans woman i get caught up with the social justice warrior activists shoving agendas down people's throats that i have to explain it's not true for us that they don't speak for me it's really quite stunning because because it was such a produced tv show it's not about asking people questions and allowing those people to speak the truth of, of what they've experienced it's it's about them knowing every word that's going to be said in advance and every word that every person there being a prop and everything being planned and produced in advance oh good heavens um, um sir can i ask one last thing for go? when is this ministry of truth uh czar hired by emperor ned going to take effect that, that's going to be what a with benefits close to 200 grand that we all have to pay 150 ish for the for the salary so you would figure that would run another uh what, 60% beyond that? This is insane. What is going on? What is going on is corruption and the ugliness of power that the founders warned us about. Christine, thank you for the phone call. 860-522-9842. Everything they told us would happen is happening, and everything that is bad in the world of politics and government is uh, being put into effect by the Democrats. Paul and Thomaston. Hi, Paul. Todd, how are you? Uh, wrong, I'm sorry, wrong entry. <laughs> Todd, I watched the Horse and Pony show last night, and my friend and I were veritably laughing at the proceedings. Uh, prepackaged slick show, not unlike Jolly Ned's commercial on TV, his promo commercial for his campaign. And frankly, Liz Cheney going on and on. Betty Thompson goes on and on. And I'm you know, I go get a snack, and I'm saying to my friend, Terry, he's still on, you know. And I'm watching this for about an hour. And finally, I had enough. I was done. It was just like, I got to go. And I went out for a walk around town and did some exercise. It is such, you know, if they were doing a good job, if the Democrats were doing a good job, this might hold some water. But the House is burning down. They are ruining the country. And... So are you are you saying that you think that by the fact that they're focusing on a, a year and and beyond ago instead of focusing on what's going on right now that they're actually shooting themselves in the foot by their very focus? It's making them look bad, yeah, really bad. This is making and they they wanted to make them look good, but it's going to make them look worse. And That's I'm interesting. The Channel Three thing with Ned Lamont who disgusts me because of the way, and I've ranted about this, the fact that his infection control with the state of Connecticut was horrific and caused the death of four co-workers because he couldn't pay attention to the, the basics of infection control. 
I have no regard to this man. The pretentiousness of this guy sickens me. I'm watching him. I don't know. In a vineyard, they're talking about relief for diesel prices, Todd. Mm-hmm. And Ned, I, he must have like $100 Ray-Ban sunglasses on that are blue reflective sunglasses. So so stylish, you know. You don't think he got some custom-made? Oh, obviously so, you know. And I, I have no time to listen to him say anything because he is responsible for the deaths of four of my coworkers because of bad infection control. He's responsible for half the staff at the Southbury Training School coming down with COVID. The buck stops with Ned. Okay, and I, I've gone on with this. I don't think you want to hear all the details, how we should have had testing for all the state of Connecticut. Yeah, we've been through that. We can do it again another it's time. It's all old news. But you know what, Todd? I look globally in terms of people and, and businesses and companies and whatever you're looking at. If somebody is doing something really wrong in one area, they're probably doing things really wrong in other areas too and that's kind of all i have to say but i want well, that's a that's a really great. good departing thought paul thank you so much and have a really good weekend Eight six zero five two two wtic bob in waterbury hello robert hi todd how's everything going at the food thing it is uh well you can maybe hear the music in the background there's some nice tunes being played live and uh, a lot of good food we're located in <laughs> connecticut think- Southern New England. Do you mean Do you mean in the Constitution Plaza where are we located? Yeah. Uh, even the mayor of uh, Hartford can't screw that up. Uh, but uh, hey, do you happen to know the ratings on that show last night? On uh, no, I'm dying to find out, and I haven't had a chance to look it up. Have you seen anything? No, I didn't. I was. Oh, you guys would know. I mean, it is totally one sided. I mean, I don't know if the Republicans should buy some time on the on the TV and rebuttal it. Well, I'm not sure if that's necessary. I think the uh, I think it may be that this just hurts the Democrats that they are focused on this. People don't right. like to look backwards; they like to look forward. And when you have a crisis going on, don't you want the people in charge to be focused on fixing the crisis rather than? worrying about what went on, blaming somebody for what went on a year ago in right. a partisan it, manner. But the only thing is there's so many people out there that don't pay attention, and you, me, and the other caller just now, they're just, that, that whole show last night was just to take a, everybody's minds away from how crappy things are right now. You know? Well, I don't know if it. I don't know if that helps, and I don't know if people are on board with uh, tra- be- being taken into the past as a way to escape. It's possible. We will see, but I question yeah, but it as you, a strategy. And buy five dollars of gas or five dollar gallon gas to go to the next gas station to buy twenty eight dollar bread. Exactly. That's what takes your attention, doesn't it? That sucks it all away. I think, Bob. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Thank you for the call, sir. I paid uh, eighty bucks to fill my car. It's not a big car. It's a four cylinder engine. Lordy, four cylinder engine. Can you imagine? Dave in Anfield. Hi, Dave. Hey, how you doing, Tom? Um It does have know, fuel injection. Watch- my little engine, though. No, that's good. They all do now. Um, oh, you know, okay. Thanks. I want to know what what people. What somebody like you thinks actually happened in on uh, January sixth, and that's not important. 
that uh, they oh, I do. I do think it's very important. I haven't heard the most important question asked, and that's what they do when they take up all the time with with their theory, you know, of their half of the story. Wait, 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 if, wait, if wait, 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 wait. Theory, theories of what? Theories the, of what the, happened? The, the foot, the footage, the actual footage showing the attack, beating up the cops. I mean, what, what is fake here? Well, uh, these are Kellyanne Conway's. No, no, I I don't start accusing me before you ask me questions. So how many people are shown in the videos that you're talking about who are committing this attack compared to the total number of people in the protest? So how many people were at the protest on January 6th? No, no, I'm talking about the Capitol. Don't change it back to the down, down by where he was talking. Given his speech. Well, how, how, so I'm not trying to change it. How many? Okay, listen to me for a second and answer the question. It's a simple people. question. How many total people were at the Capitol? I think somewhere around 3,000. And how many did you count in the video? What percentage of that 3,000 were actually involved with uh, breaking that window? You know how you keep seeing the same people over and over again oh, breaking wait, that wait, one wait, wait, door down? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, yeah, right, fine, fine. All right, I got you. How many people were in back of them that pushed through? Hundreds. Exactly. That's my question. Total, right, how many so people? Probably. And I, I raised those questions not because. Well, I know you don't know the answer. None of us knows the answer because they don't tell us facts. They show us the pictures that they can that make things look as bad as possible but the big question that i see that needs to be answered is why didn't they protect the capitol why did the mayor of washington dc reject the idea that there be uh supporting troops brought in i have you heard any conversation about why she did that you know what i can't recall it i can't speak to it i'd have to look it up to be honest with you because there's so much that's going on here but there was reasons why there was reasons why and explanations why there wasn't people brought in they had requested uh support and it didn't she and she rejected it mayor bowser of mayor bowser of washington dc dave rejected the idea of there being enough supporting police presence to be able to protect the Capitol. And they don't talk about this, but I, my personal assumption, and this is what I do, is I study power and the powerful and the decisions they make, and I figure out how they work. And my guess has always been that they deliberately did not protect the Capitol. Even before I heard about Mayor Bowser from the New York Times, the New York Times explained a couple of days after January 6th, and I've never heard it mentioned again, that the reason there was not enough police presence there was because Mayor Bowser would not allow it because she was afraid of being branded as being pro-police. 860 Stay with us on WTIC. WTIC, it's the Hartford, uh, what do they call it? Hartford Taste. Food? Hartford Taste Festival. Taste Festival. Taste. It's a little curveball, the word Taste. It's not what pops right into your mind. The Hartford Taste Festival at Constitution Plaza. People are asking where to find us. There's a there's a place where you go to buy tokens if you want to buy food or other products, and that's so they can split the money up with uh, with the hungry. Did you notice what? Did you and see what those tokens might be? 
what the cost of those tokens were? Well, you mean, well, you uh, you pay uh, $20 and you get $20 worth, or if you pay $15, you get $15 worth. It's like that. Okay, cool. But, but, uh, but, but 20% of the sticker price of the of the food or whatever beer or whatever you're buying goes to help the hungry, I believe. Oh, good. Yeah, and anyway, we're located. Good. Uh, well, now we can fill them in. The, um, the place where you get those tokens, we are right behind. It's called, um, Oh, I forgot what it's called. The VIP tent or something like that. Yeah. We're in the VIP tent. Naturally. Oh, of course. You gotta where else would we be? Okay, I've got to play this sound cut before I forget and run out of time. But this is uh, from the New York Times, from their podcast, a couple of days after January 6th. I forget the 8th or 9th, something like that. And this was their reporting, an interview with their reporter, talking about why there wasn't police presence adequate to the crowd. And if you think about how these events go, every protest could turn into a tragedy. If you don't have enough police presence and there's enough um, bad guys there to overrun the good guys. Kind of square one of policing, I think. And I'm not sure if I have the right sound cut, but I think this is it. What you ended up having on January 6th was what many experts would say is a pretty light presence of Capitol Police. Light. Surrounding the actual building and responsible light. for the actual building. Mm -hmm. And that Metropolitan Police Department, which is under the guidance of the local mayor, they mm -hmm. were then the coordinator for the area around the Capitol, including the National Mall and the area steps from the White House where the rallies on Wednesday morning began. And I should say there were other federal assets, teams of federal agents, even some National Guard troops that were on standby or doing traffic control. Mm. But what law enforcement officials have really pointed to is their late deployment to the actual Capitol. Late deployment to the Capitol. And what this reporter is saying is there, there, there was a light police presence there, and it was spread out. And there's more detail to come. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.